Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and we have some spicy backend slash security news right here. Jake Miller discovered a very interesting security flaw with proxies and HTTP2 on the backend, specific version of HTTP2, that allows you to smuggle content using tunneling. I'm going to explain all about it. Uh, Jake Miller, uh, let's give you props. He's a security researcher at Bishop Fox. It's a very detailed article. He he actually went through uh, uh, the details and, and and explained everything with with uh, with examples, and he give you the code and proof of concept. So how about we jump into it, guys, and s- explain how it works, right? So I'm, I'm going to reference the article and, and Jake's account below in the description. Make sure to follow him. It's, it's, it's a really, really interesting find. So guys, uh, when I first, uh, props to Textras from YouTube, guys, uh, Extract commented commented on one of the YouTube shows. Hey, Hussein, have you heard about this HTC HTC smuggling? I was like, what? No, I have not. Let me check it. So, and and, and to be honest, when I first read the title, the title is a little bit misleading. I'm not gonna say misleading. It's it's, it's not as dangerous as the actual article. That when I first read it, so like, oh, HTTP two over clear text. We clearly block that in all our browsers. Right, so nobody can actually communicate with HTTP to clear text out of the box with with the clients that we know. Curl blocks you. Browsers blocks you. Pretty much any other out of the box clients blocks you. However, when I actually read the article, I was like, "Holy f!" Because it's a dangerous one, and let's explain it. So, guys. And he, he, he drew a very nice diagram. Yeah, I love this article. I love it. So detailed, right? Uh, so great. We talked about, guys, in order to understand this concept, you have to understand the concept of protocol upgrade, which I explained in the WebSocket video right here. Go watch that. Okay. So what we establish between the client and the server when I wanted to establish a TCP connection I do with the three-way handshake, right? And after that, I do the TLS. And after that, I do the HTTP protocol. 
and I send a get request immediately. Get request HTTP one. And if I want to hijack the TCP connection for WebSocket use, then I do a protocol upgrade. And I say, hey, I want to web use WebSocket. And the server, assume there is no reverse proxy here for simplicity. The server will reply back, okay, I support WebSocket. Here we go. Let's use this TCP connection as a pipe, as a dump pipe for our content, WebSocket communication. We can no longer use it to send HTTP traffic. We cannot use it for do anything else. Just pure WebSocket connection. Okay, so that's the idea. It almost like becomes like a tunnel, right? So between the client and the, the server. Well, there is no other party, so it's not really a tunnel. So what happened if I want to inject a proxy in the middle? If we're going to inject a proxy, and I'm, I'm still talking about WebSockets here, right? Forget the H2C here. If I want to establish the connection, First of all, I'm going to establish it with my reverse proxy, which is my final destination as a client, right? And I say, okay, TCP connection, right? Three-way handshake with the client. And then TLS with the client. And then I'm going to send in a protocol upgrade and say, hey, let me switch protocol. And Nginx or HA proxy or any particular proxy listens at, if it's a layer seven proxy, which is what I'm talking about here, it listens for this event, and it says, okay, this is a switching protocol. I need to understand what this means. And it will forward the protocol upgrade request all the way to the backend. Okay. And the, if the WebSocket backend supports it, it will reply back. And the Nginx or the RHA proxy or, or Envoy, it will listen to that and say, okay, we just received a response from the server that they are wishing to communicate in this protocol. So they accepted the connection. From now on, I immediately flip to a layer four proxy. That's what most proxies do, I believe. HA proxy does it the same thing. And NGX does it the same thing. Just whip, flip to, an, uh, to a mere layer four proxy. And what do we do with layer four proxy? We, we, we basically stick the connection, right? So if, I, if, I, if you send anything to this connection, I will pin you to this connection all the time. Okay, assuming that these are two TCP connections. It's no longer load, uh, load balance per request. It is load balance per, per TCP connection, and that's it. Any future request on this will always go to the CTCP connection, thus almost establishing a channel. So that's how WebSocket works. So now if you send me a web, another request on the WebSocket, the actual WebSocket content here, I will immediately just forward it blindly. I am not allowed to look. I cannot do anything. I can't even do any any of that stuff. I can't do any of that stuff, right? This is a little bit different with TLS termination versus TLS pass-through when it comes to that, but let's simplify it and say that's way. Now let's come to the great find here by Jake. So here's what we do. Assume you have a layer seven reverse proxy, and that has a lot of access control. Hey, you shouldn't be able to access slash admin. Hey, you shouldn't be able to access slash internal. You shouldn't be access slash dashboard if you're not in these IP addresses. There's a bunch of rules that you just do here. And naturally, these rules do not exist on the backend, right? We have done countless, 
literally countless of applications like this in this channel. Check out the proxies playlist here. I did this in Asia proxy. I did this in Nginx. I just did, I did this in traffic. I did this in in uh, Envoy, right? I'm about to do it in Caddy and, and, and Linkerd. Pretty much every single proxy, right? I'm Ash, catch them. I'm going to catch them all. And proxies is the Pokemon here. Let's do this. So, yeah. So the Nginx here have these rules. And if I, if I try to go to slash admin, obviously the Nginx looks, terminates the traffic. So it looks at the content and says, oh, you wanted to go to the slash admin? No, sir, you cannot. Because it's, it looks at layer seven content, right? However, this is a case with particular HTC upgrade that allows you to bypass this. And it, it treats it like a WebSocket. This case is essentially you're gonna send an upgrade header, but instead of saying WebSocket, you see you see you you specify H2 clear text H2C, right? And I didn't know that thing exists before this article, to be honest. It's like I thought H2C, I thought we always negotiate H2 with ALPN application layer protocol negotiation, which I have a video coming up tomorrow on it, by the way, right? It's, it's through the TLS hand, handshake. We talked about this countless times, guys. We talked about this when, when we talked about the TLS. When we do the video, when we want to enable HTTP2, how do we do it? We say the server, yo, server, please enable ALPN, and here are the protocol that you support. And during the TLS handshake, we know, we have knowledge now that we support H2. This is a backdoor that I have no idea that existed before this. And here's what happens. So you're going to do an upgrade header and you specify H2C. And then the reverse proxy, here's the thing. Some reverse proxy do not actually look at what are you upgrading. And I believe all of them don't. I might be wrong. Jake, correct me if, you, if you're watching this. It will merely forward this to the backend. And if your backend support for any particular reason protocol upgrade on h2c then let's say you you enabled it for for testing purposes right and like you have a node.js http2 server i believe it supports it right or anything if it accepts that protocol upgrade then it will respond back with a switching protocol right and then it says okay let's switch back to to h2 whatever this version right and then the reverse proxy will basically say, okay, well, I just received a, product, a switch protocol. That means I, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to look at the content. Switching to layer four proxy. Here's the problem. Here's the exact problem. We just switched to a layer four proxy. What does that mean? Now the client is hooked to the back end with a, almost like a virtual single TCP connection. It's not. It's two. Right? It's between you and the reverse proxy and the reverse proxy and, and the backend. There is a configuration where it will physically become one TCP connection where it's a gateway NAT, right? But I'm not going to discuss in this video, right? HA proxy support that. So now, the client will say, okay, I upgraded. I'm going to send an actual HTTP2 packet, this magix and all that stuff, right? It doesn't matter. Because what does Nginx do? It will not look at the content anymore. Because guess what? It doesn't know if it's HTTP2 or not. It does not care. 
it treats it as layer four proxy. So it will just merely forward the packet to the backend and the backend will what? Will just execute whatever you were forwarded to. So if you can craft a client that supports protocol upgrade with HTTP, HTTP2 clear text, and you were able to assemble streams, because HTTP2 is a bunch of streams. Check out the video here if you want to learn more about HTTP2, guys. I made a whole vi one-hour video about that. So it will start assembling a stream. So okay, stream one, I'm going to make a get request. Here's the header for the stream. Here's the header for the data. Here's the headers for the headers and all that stuff. And then send that TCP packet to the reverse proxy. And Nginx or HAProxy will just merely forward it to the, to the backend. And the backend, since the backend understands too, it will deassemble that. Okay, oh, this is a stream. Oh, let me, oh, you want to execute git slash admin? Sure, sir. Here's slash admin. Because it doesn't know that it's supposed to block that. The blockage was here. The blocking, the rules were here in this index. Obviously, you can't see my mouse. That's, yeah. So, yeah. So, it will, everything, you just bypassed all the stuff. That's the summary of the article, guys. Read it for more details. Jack did a fantastic job explaining examples, and he wrote his own client because guess what? You cannot do this in an out-of-the-box client. You cannot. He had to write his own client to do this. Cheers. Fantastic find. Is this dangerous, guys? I think it is. I When I first read this, I was like, clear text is to be, who cares? Nobody supports that stuff, but no, some some web server supports it, right? So if you're using normal Nginx server or webs that uh, normal reverse proxies, it will just do whatever you say, right? It doesn't know, right? It might you might have written your own protocol and you wish to upgrade it. Who is who is Nginx or who is HAProxy to block that stuff? It shouldn't, right? So you, I might have written my own sexy H2 and I wanted to upgrade to sexy H2. Why are you blocking me from my sexy H2? No, don't, right? So that's why the, these hitters don't look at the content of the upgrade. But it looks like you should add a rule that listens to the upgrade, right? And, and block H2C upgrade. That's what uh, the mitigation should be, right? Let's read through the mitigation. What did Jake... Uh, I didn't read through that. What did Jake support? Remedy. Remediation. To mitigate the risk of HTTP smuggling or the proxy, WebSocket support required. Allow only... That's exactly what I said, right? Only allow uh, WebSocket upgrade. If you, if you want to upgrade sockets, allow only WebSocket upgrade, right? Add a rule that blocks anything that that is not websocket right if you if you support websocket if you don't just block any upgrade header altogether right and i'm gonna add a third one that jake forgot here if you have your own upgrade header for your custom rule for your custom http protocol your custom protocol then also add that right not only add that add whatever you want to allow Add, allow this list of protocols, right? And that's essentially it, guys. And here's the thing that is a... Uh, oh, he actually made a... I oh, love this. Ooh. 
That is awesome. He essentially lists you all the protocols, the reverse proxies. Oh uh, yeah, I talked about Varnish as well. I made a video about Varnish, right? As a reverse proxy. It's a caching protocol only, but yeah. So HA proxy forwards upgrade by default. So this is dangerous. Traffic forwarded by default. Nastar, the heck is Nastar? I have never heard of Nastar before. AWS, never used it, but I know of it. It does not forward upgrade header. Nginx does not forward by default. Apache does not forward. Squid, Varnish does not forward. Envoy does not forward. Go Envoy. So yeah, you're good if you're using these, but just make sure that you have not configured in an insecure manner by, by bypassing a filter. So there is a, a switch, right? So during, but can be configured. In, in a secure manner. So make sure that they are not configured that way. All right. And he, man, this guy, he gives you, he even gives you how to fix it. Man, how long did it take you to write this article? It must be a long time because you went and did a lot of research. Kudos, Jake. Great article. Guys, what do you think about this? Uh, do you think it's uh, as dangerous as it sounds? I think it is, to be honest, because the WebSocket and the, and the web server on the on the back end, we don't know, guys. We don't know this stuff, right? So if you're using proxies, this is serious, I think. This is really, really serious. HTTP smuggling. Guys, I talked about HTTP smuggling, normal HTTP smuggling before. I, I haven't mentioned this in the video, right? HTTP to smuggling, to me, this is way easier than HTTP to one smuggling, right? I always said, <laughs> I should have mentioned this in the beginning. HTTP, I always said, if you want to avoid HTTP one smuggling, HTTP smuggling, move to HTTP two because you cannot, there is no clear text uh, beginning or end to determine where the request starts and where it ends. We don't have this, this in HTTP two. In HTTP one, we have to, do these hacky things or oh oh this is the beginning of the header this is the end of the request there's a new line oh the content length this is oh this is a transfer chunk encoding uh, this is the limit right of the wherever the la last uh, byte is that's where where the request begins and end is a problem with http1 it's not with http2 because we have streams it's dedicated right we do not have this problem but apparently we do jack discovered that even http2 Clear text, that is clear text, can have smuggling effects, right? But this is way easier than the first one, in my opinion. The first one, you had to, to craft a malicious request and hope that it came at the same time. There's a timing effect that so that they came at the same time, so they 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 and share the same back end pool. TCP connection for it to take effect. It's so hard to, to execute, in my opinion. This one, you don't need anybody else. You, as the attacker, you can access any backend infrastructure that is shouldn't be able to access bypassing all uh, proxy protocols by using this upgrade. So it is more dangerous and easier, right, to, to achieve. All right, guys, that's it for me today. Uh, great article. I loved it. I, I, I loved it a lot. Um, what do you guys think? Let me know in the comment section below. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Have a great Friday.